Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is EdTech in the Classroom, a brand-new podcast from TeacherCast, helping you find the greatest technology for your classrooms and help you implement it with your students. Today, we're going to be talking all about 3D printers and CADing software. Today, we have a great application called SelfCAD, a free 3D modeling software available for you and your students. And today we're going to be talking about how to use it and create some amazing things in your school. But first, I want to bring on our co-host of the Tech Educator podcast and writer behind MyPaperlessClassroom.com, Sam Patterson. Sam, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. It is great to see you. Today, we're going to be talking all about 3D printers, and uh, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. I want to bring on the project manager of a great company called SelfCAD. I want to bring on Natalia Ulianitz. Natalia, how are you today? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Tell me a little bit about yourself and talk to us a little bit about SelfCAD. SelfCAD is a user-friendly, browser-based um, 3D modeling application that's been designed specifically for students for classroom setting. Now, when you say that SelfCAD was designed specifically for the classroom, what are some of the features that you, you really spend time on with kind of education in mind? What are those differentiating features? So while designing SelfCAD, we kept in mind that while we want to have some advanced features that will enable students to create advanced uh, 3D models, the UI still must be simple and the learning curve must be uh, simple. Now, 3D printing, I would say, is nothing new at this point. It's been around for quite a few years at this point. And I think it's safe to say that even on the devices, the prices are getting better. But many people still look at 3D printers as either expensive things that are outside of the, the reach of their budget or they're just there for making tchotchkes. Sam, what do, you, what do you suggest teachers do if they are interested in getting into 3D printing and 3D modeling? Well, you know, 3D printing and modeling has been around and kind of at the consumer level almost long enough for us to figure out what the right thing to do with it in education is. Um, I've worked in a couple of different schools that wanted a 3D printer, and sometimes schools want a 3D printer because they want a 3D printer because all the schools have a 3D printer, and you have to get one. So a lot of people I know, the first 3D printer they work with is the one that someone else has given to them. Uh, but there are a lot of different things, of different tools available. One of the greatest tips I know when you're starting with 3D printing and modeling is start small. Do, you know, do projects that are small because they don't take as long to plan and design and they don't take as long to print. Because initially, that first few experiences with the 3D printer, everyone does like want one of those things, right? So you can do some easy break-in exercises where you like make a small ring or something like that. I would imagine that SelfCAD has a way that you could apply text to a ring. I is one yeah. thing I've seen done a lot. I have heard about that problem that a lot, like maybe even most printers in schools and libraries just collect dust. And probably one of the biggest reasons for that is because people actually don't know how to model. So right. modeling is something for designers, engineers. Uh, that's why SelfCAD partners with my manufacturing, and I'm not sure if you know what that is, but 
they basically provide a huge library of ready-to-print 3D objects. And are, but are those models also able to be edited? Exactly, yes. Yeah, and that's that's where I think the the power in there there's a lot of untapped power in 3D modeling almost anywhere a 3D printer is because the software is developing so quickly that unless you're actively spending your time looking at 3D modeling software you probably don't know kind of the state of it i i have just recently learned one platform and while and you know trying to understand what's happening on a two-dimensional screen in a three-dimensional drawing i think can be a little bit of a learning curve for people but usually just having some basic things to do to kind of get to know the system um can take care of that i with a name like selfcat i'm assuming you guys have some pretty do you have some tutorials or stuff to help people learn or kind of self-paced through this we have two courses of video tutorials, project-based learning and feature-based learning, as well as some advanced uh, video tutorials that teach you how to create, you know, some like really cool stuff. What kind of really I, cool stuff? One of the latest videos we've created was a um, like a chess board uh, mm -hmm. with uh, chess figures. And a fun, the fun thing about a project like a chessboard is if you had a bunch of students in a class, they could each design a piece. And then you could have this, you know, functional thing that you were done that everyone would have an obvious hand in. I had a friend of mine who was, I believe he was working as a, a maker in a library at the time, but he actually used a 3D scanning camera and had people build chess costumes out of cardboard like the person who was the um the knight uh built a little cardboard horse that he kind of stood inside of and then they scanned them in and then they printed that out and that was a really fun uh kind of way to save that interesting analog work and transform it. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize is fa also fairly accessible is, you know, kind of being able to bring more and more things into this 3D space and having a ready-made library like you were talking about can be incredibly useful, even if it's just something as simple as like features. If you were trying to sculpt an animal or something like that, if you have some ears or horns or something like that, that you can kind of bring in and add yes, to it. Exactly. You know, that's and another cool feature that Selcat has uh, is called Magic Fix. Basically, what it does, it it fixes the geometry of the object and makes it printable. So if, if the object has like zero wall thickness or that kind of stuff or holes, etc., Magic Fix will fix that for you. And, uh, you know, tools like having a tool like Magic Fix is great because the name Magic Fix is so much more accessible than the technical terms used to define that three-dimensional geometry. I was lucky enough to talk to a uh, professional in the animation business who works on the Lego movies, and he was talking about the tools that they use to render those three-dimensional AR, VR kind of scenes, and 
the geometry involved in it. And I was quickly overwhelmed. When I look at 3D modeling, I can see some of what he's talking about. And I know that there's tools where you can, you know, make the detail more complex and less complex and these kinds of things. But having a magic fix where you're like, okay, whatever kind of problems would crash this on my printer, I just want those solved. What other features do you find make your program accessible for users who aren't necessarily confident or experienced in 3D modeling? When we talked about why 3D printers are not used enough, many schools use Tinkercad as their like um, CAD program. Well, Tinkercad is a good program and it actually allows you to create some nice objects. It does not give the students the ability to be creative. For example, in SelfCAD, uh, one of our users recently shared a model of a strawberry and he created it using sculpting. But the same strawberry could have been created using Shape Generator, which is a super easy tool. Basically, just, you know, you, you use some sliders, add segments, and just click Finalize, and you have a uh, ready object. Same thing could have been created using some more advanced modeling tools, like uh, you, you can use um, selection, different selection modes, then modify vertices, edges, etc. So one of the cool parts about SelfCAD, Sam, is that it is, number one, cloud-based, and number two, because it's cloud-based, you can use it on all platforms, right? So it doesn't matter if you're a Mac school, a Google school, Chromebook school, Sam, for you, even a Linux school, you're going to be able to use this software and know that your stuff is backed up, it's safe. Uh, now, uh, uh, let me just kind of throw this question out there. How young can you teach somebody how to use 3D modeling software, self-cat, like what is the optimal age to really start working with this stuff? All depending on, you know, kind of the bridge work you're willing to do. You can do neat 3D design stuff with students as young as pre-K and kindergarten. You know, they work in Play-Doh all the time and there's no reason that can't be a first step. Now, one of the things about SelfCAD is that it is free for educators, right? Talk to us a little bit about your education platform and how schools can sign up to be a part of it. You go to register page and click a link like student or teacher, get your three years uh, free license now. Uh, so it is free. We are planning on keeping it that way. However, we might limit some features in the future for free plan. Uh, we might, but this is just, just in plans. So uh, for now, it's free for three years. No real obligations, uh, nothing. That is pretty awesome, right? A cloud-based free application, getting your kids up and running. As Sam works on out, Chromebooks, can, works on Chromebooks, right? And, and it goes directly into your 3D printers. Really awesome. You guys also have a fantastic partnership, which allows you to get thousands of already made 3D designs that you can take, you can print, you can manipulate. The website is selfcad.com. Uh, Natalia, other than checking out your fantastic website, where can we find you guys on your social media accounts? Uh, we are on Facebook, on YouTube. We have cool videos on YouTube. We are actually going to post one more video tomorrow um, for the Earth Day. Uh, so check us out on YouTube.com uh, slash SelfCAD. Natalia, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to us a little bit about SelfCAD. And Sam, I know you and I are going to be doing a lot more shows over the summertime here on STEM education, 3D printing. Before we go, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about what you've recently done. You've been 3D printing your puppets, haven't you? 
I have. I've uh, I've been making puppets for about five years, and I've made a number of different types of puppets. And recently, I've been working on kind of classic Punch and Judy style or neighborhood of make believe style puppets. And recently, I discovered that I could use the 3D scanner that my school has and scan in funny looking lemons and use that foundational shape and sculpt on top of that so add ears and eye and facial features and that kind of thing and then print those out and paint them with acrylic paint and give them a fabric body that okay this is really cool jeff the fabric body on this puppet right here was cut out using the laser so i'm cutting the bodies out with the laser printer or the laser cutter and printing the heads out on the 3d printer and making things that, you know, children were playing with in the 1800s. It's all very geeky, but super fun. That is pretty cool. And of course, check out teachercast.net or you can specifically go over to my paperlessclassroom.com. And I'm sure there's going to be a blog post up there sometime soon about how to do all of those things. Sam, and, more. So- and more. Thank you so much for your time today, guys. And thank you out there for taking a moment and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. As we said at the top of the show, this is the brand new show, EdTech in the Classroom, where we are here to help you find and use the right EdTech for your students and your classroom needs. There's, of course, several ways to get a hold of this and all of our shows. You can go to edtechintheclassroom.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, all of your favorite podcasting applications. On behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.